Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you this Best of Garage Logic podcast. State Fair version, having uh, things to do with the State Fair. And some of the stuff, uh, we go way back. And uh, some of the stuff you probably have not heard for quite some time. We really went into the files to check it out for you. So I hope you enjoy this Best of Garage Logic podcast. And I hope you have a great Labor Day weekend. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Well, of course, before we could start the show, we had to get the intro in, right? We had a talented Tony Lee put that together, and uh, he did a fine job. Uh, what we're going to do right now is we're going to go back to 2013. 2013, and this is when uh, Monty, the late great Monty the Reptile Guy, uh, he is hopefully in heaven. <laughs> uh, he made a confession in 2013 that he told Joe um, he thought he was going to lose it. Here's Monty, the reptile guy, Minnesota State Fair, 2013. Joining us now is our great State Fair friend, Monty, from Monty's Traveling Re- Monty is running out of voice. He's running out of voice. But he saved a little voice for us. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Um, today, uh, Rook and I were talking about this. Uh, we're going <laughs> to... Um, you know that commercial where the guy wants to juggle chainsaws and he goes, I got one. Yeah. I, I, got, I got this, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, that's kind of what this is. Oh, great. So what we're going to do is we're going to introduce one of the new additions yep. to the Reptile Show. Right. And her name is Blondie. Blondie. All right. Well, maybe is... the GLers should get in closer if they want oh, to see I this. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they should. Um, this is Blondie, uh, Monty's newest. Uh, oh, my gosh. Let's have a look here. Oh, my. This is this is four times the size oh of the my snake God. from last time. No, I'm out. Oh, uh, my word. No, I'm out. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my word. That thing Gellers, is the size of a Suburban. This is a big... Oh, no, don't let him go, son. Don't ever let him go. I got her. Okay. Monty, what is it? Okay. <clears throat> this is a reticulated python. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And it's a color morph uh, where we have yellow, tan, but no dark pigments. And in my albinos... We have just yellow, orange, and red. Uh-huh. Now, the reason I got this snake is my buddy yeah. Bob Clark. Yep. My buddy Bob Clark, he's not going to bring her up there, Joe. Joe. No. Huh? He's not going to bring her up there. Well, that's good because Joe would be back <laughs> here on my Joe, lap. Joe, you're going to – you'll be the only one to backdoor yourself. If right. You that right. <laughs> anyway, uh <laughs> – I saw her uh, in Bob Clark's collection. Okay. And I wanted her real bad. Now, she's really expensive. Yep. So, two dogs and I bred some pythons this winter. Yep. He had 43 hatch. We sent 25 of our babies to Bob. Yep. And he gave me this snake. How old is she? She's five. Is she a she? 
She's a she's a beautiful snake. Do you, uh, Let me tell you a story. Though. Okay. Yeah, listen to this story, Joe. Look at the size of this animal. How long is it, Monty? It's about almost 19 feet. How okay. big is it anyway? Yeah. Anyway, Bob used to, she, she was in the back of the warehouse, and Bob would just uh, open the door and throw a live rabbit in. Yep. Open the door, throw a live rabbit in. Open the door, throw a live rabbit in. He never did this with her. So I get her, and I bring her home. Yep. And me and two dogs put her in this big tub of water and make sure she doesn't have mites and that stuff. Yep. Two days later, we put her in the cage. I had a thawed-out rabbit. I put it in there. She ate it right away. I went, all right. Yep. A week later, I put another rabbit in there. She ate it right away. I said, okay. Okay. So one day, about, I'd say, a week after she had those two rabbits, she was up on the ledge, like where you are on that chair. Right, where where we're not going to let her be today. Okay. I pulled out some corrugated where she took a dump. Yep. And out of the corner of my eye, I see this mouth wide open uh-huh. coming directly towards my face. Oh, boy. Did she so think I you were a rabbit? Arm up, yep. I throw my arm up, and she clamps down on my elbow and my biceps. And before you know it, she knocks me off. I mean, in one motion, she knocks me off my feet. I weigh 190 pounds. Holy mackerel. She rolled me up three times. I had a, I had a, a coil around my face and neck. I had one around my chest and stomach, Monty. and we went crashing to the floor. Well, I'm glad you have her loose right now, then, Monty. That's great. <laughs> uh, Monty, how did you get loose? Well, I've had a couple of close calls before, so, you know, a good airborne ranger's got plan B. Yep. So I'm supposed to ask you about some jumps you did at a bar in Wisconsin, by the way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my right arm was free. Yep. And, the, and here's the first thing I thought of. I laughed. Yep. I went, can you believe this is the way I'm going to go? <laughs> My friends are going to have a field day with this one. Yep. But then I thought about the opposite. I said, well, you know, it could be quite honorable. It's better than not knowing who you are and crapping in your pants. Right, right. So I, good catch, I, uh, good catch. I, said, yeah. I said, well, this is not bad. So I had held my breath up until that point. I was not breathing to give her no reason to tighten up anymore. But I got my arm around, and I got my hand behind her head, Yep. and I took my thumb, and I collapsed her trachea so she couldn't breathe. I held my breath for about another minute, it seemed like forever, and she let go. Oh, boy. And she also popped a vein, so yep. we were bleeding pretty good. Yep. We cleaned it up, so everybody said, well, aren't you mad at her? No. It was probably my fault, probably her fault. But we, we're not going to get a lawyer and see which one's at no, no. fault. That's gorgeous, Monty. Right. Is but it anyway, one of your favorite animals? Yeah, I love her. Yep. So let me tell you, since then. we got about a minute. Okay, since then, Joe, yep. we do a lot of this with her. And we have not seen anything in her behavior that tells us that she's going to do that again. Good. That's just from throwing them live rabbits in. We feed frozen thawed. But I wanted you to see her, yep. and I wanted your audience to see her. Well, we love it. And I want to wish you good luck. Good luck to you, Monty. And what? thanks for always being a great State Fair friend of ours. Give me, a, give me a call in California and make sure I'm still live. All right, Monty, thank you. Uh, we'll be back. Stay tuned. It's a Scramble Friday. Just in time for a good Labor Day weekend, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo has laid in a new burger, the Philly Patty. Red and green onions. I'm sorry, red and green peppers. Onions. Oh, I'll start it over. Close enough. Oh, no, come on. 
can't tell me about it. You got red and green onions. Well, and you red got and the green red and green peppers. peppers. Then you got the onions I and the Swiss see. cheese mixed together in a one-third pound beef oh. patty. Throw mm. these babies on a hoagie bun with some au jus. Normal business hours all weekend, and Grunhoffers will even be open on Labor Day for your last-minute grilling and entertaining needs. And that is the go-to place for GLers to stock up, particularly for a long last of the summer holiday weekends. Grunhoffers, you can't find it any better anywhere. It's on Highway 61, just at the north end of downtown Hugo. All right, thanks, Suchi Boy. Let's get back to the best of Garage Logic. And this would be the State Fair version. Now, Joe and Pat have been two staples at the Minnesota State Fair for many, many years. And their friend Don Riley was always trying to get into the fair or have some type of product where it usually failed. And here's Joe and Pat recapping Don Riley's State Fair career. You know, I needed to talk to Don Riley today. Did you find them? Uh, talk find to him. The talk eye? to him. I couldn't. I was. I needed oxygen. I was laughing <laughs> so hard because so <laughs> I needed him for a piece I was doing. I needed him to tell me about the chow cone, the state fair, yes, the state fair chow cone. True story, right? Well, absolutely true. But there's two others that I hadn't there known was about. The putting one. Well, I'm going to tell you that story. Mm-hmm. Then he had the moon burger. I didn't know moon about burger. the moon. Oh burger. yeah, I had the moon burger. <laughs> <laughs> and he had two little space people. One was ketchup, one was mustard. Okay. And he said, but the damnedest thing, he said, we're up on Machinery Hill. In those days, the racetrack was dirt. Yeah. He said, after a while, there was a strange coating of grit on the, <laughs> on the moon burgers. All the dust had come up from the track. Oh, no. He said, and he said, these were so good. Cops were coming in to steal the recipe. The moon burgers. The moon burgers. This, one, of course, had to be the time. Had to be about 68, when right. our, you know, 69 right. when Armstrong. It's all marketing, but finally, so much dirt ended up in the. (laughs) With three days to go in the fair, they were giving them away just to get rid of them. Right from the moon. Yep. The strategy of somehow getting rich at the fair never worked out for him. That was that's kind of what I wrote for tomorrow. I was trying to get rich for the fair, and I had to get the Chalcone story. So then I got the Moonburger story. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you've ever heard the full golf putting story. Uh, I've heard the version, but I can't wait to hear it again. I'm going to tell you the full golf putting story. (laughs) And he had me on the floor. I said, Uh Riles, i got to call you every day. Just yeah. to hear stories. We had a staff party with the Pioneer Press at Arnie Gathel's house over there in Davern yeah. in the 70s, mid-70s. And he started telling stories. And we were all on our backs with our feet up in the mm-hmm. air and kicking it, <laughs> and very worried that we were going to vacate our bladders. We were right. I can understand that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the golf putting story. Riles has a little financial setback. With the Moon Burger. Okay, yeah. Then he has an utter financial collapse with, with the Chow Cone. The Chow Cone, which cone. you have to read about in tomorrow's Pioneer Press. And he says, but we didn't give up. <laughs> they had 50 cents. You got three putts. Mm-hmm. They had a guy build the whole. They had a nine-hole putting course mm-hmm. with indoor-outdoor carpeting. And he says, I went out and I bought 400 teddy bears. Mm-hmm. I got them on, on a deal. He says, yeah. I got a deal on 400 teddy bears. <laughs> And apparently the longest you could go with your three putts, you you would win, right? Mm-hmm. I think you had to make three putts on this putting course. So he, so he said uh, he gave the putter to one of his daughters. Either They're she, out there building the thing yeah. on Wednesday night. Yeah. So he gives the putter 
to his daughter, he said, who's never held a golf club in her hands mm-hmm. before. She I think she's drains about six, wasn't she? She drains the first. <laughs> he says this thing was so easy <laughs> that we ran a teddy bears into the first weekend. No. So he and his cohort, a guy named Rogers, Jimmy Rogers, Jimmy Rogers. Ryle says, we're staying late tonight. We're going to alter the track. <laughs> yeah, right. So they got a watering can. Uh, tried and, to warp and they it. soaked the indoor-outdoor carpet. Yeah. Tried right. to get it as wet as possible. He, he said, that cut me. I saved about 200 teddy bears. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I don't think he made it to the end of the fair yeah, with that one. The Because he is, ran out of teddy yeah, bears. The legend is. The daughter, Shannon, uh, I think Shannon. Sheila or Shannon? Sheila, one of the two. They're six years old. They're out there watching the old man, Jim and Jim and Donner, supervising the crew right. that's building this thing that they're going to put the indoor-outdoor carpet. They give her a, the putter and the ball, and she can't miss. She got a trough right through the hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, uh, see, you and Joe... You and Rook get million-dollar ideas for the fair. Riley and Rogers got million-dollar ideas for the fair and attempted to execute them. Well, I'm going to attempt to execute mine. Okay. And so is Rook. I'm in. I'm 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 going to attempt it. But he's already talked to the higher-ups there. He's got me frightened now. (laughs) Well. About what's really involved. mm Mm-hmm. You well, know, first you, of all, you have to have an in to get a booth. Well, you gotta, you gotta get money. an interview. We'll get that quality mm-hmm. product. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a quality product. Well, yeah, I mean, either you're gonna Staffing. like the product or not. And you gotta make hours. sure it doesn't come out of. Got to make sure it doesn't leak. Whatever, yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever you're serving can't leak. I think is, uh, and uh, again, I never knew about the moon burger. Yeah. But I can't wait to read your column because I do think the retelling of the Chow Cone is uh, is uh, fabulous. Oh, the Chow Cone. The Chow Cone, the shortest lived uh, attraction in the history of the State Fair. And he said they had us right in front of the beer garden. We were perfect. <laughs> oh, perfect we were perfect. Perfect location. Ah, <laughs> oh, those guys. Did I tell you about what he and some guy from Forest Lake were putting out this college football Newspaper, well, sure, and he was every byline. He was he? everybody. Right. He was everybody, and then he got a letter of complaint from their one subscriber <laughs> that Earl Schwartz used to cover the big uh, the Southwest Conference, and now he covered the Pac-10 because Don got the bylines mixed up on right. who the correspondent was that he was making up, and Don, of course, then published the letter in the paper and said. Because of our unlimited budget, we have decided to, to transfer them around to give them a greater view of the entire college football scene. Well, quick, tell the Lassie story. Well, the Lassie is one of his kids' birthdays. Yeah. He's going to give her the birthday party of all time. He's going to have Lassie come to her birthday at party. At Met Sports Center. Books it at Met Center. And, uh, you know, like getting Lassie in here is not cheap, so he's going to sell tickets to right. see Lassie. And then it would be there for his daughter. And he and Rogers stop at Gannon's right. for a couple of quickies uh, right. down there at the end. And they get out, and they can't get onto the freeway. Traffic is backed up as far as you can see. Right. And Riley and Rogers are convinced that this is the greatest banana. Oh, they're rubbing their hands of in all the time. Then they get up there, they finally edge their way up there, and there's an overturned 18-wheeler. Mm-hmm. And when they get to Met Center, there's about 13 people. 
I love that. They saw their dollar signs for a while. Uh, if it wasn't for that overturned 18-wheeler that, uh, oh, God, he's That kept the masses away. Funniest guy of all time. Back in his drinking days, we sent him to a Notre Dame game once. Southern Cal Notre Dame game. Yeah. I don't know. He went out in the middle of the week, right? Yeah. And he apparently got a little distracted by the bright lights of L.A. Because mm-hmm. we never heard from him. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame, Southern Cal. Could have been the game where Southern Cal came back from the big deficit. I don't know. But it was when he had a telex machine mm-hmm. and, uh, from Western Union. And finally, about Tuesday, three days after the game, we get a column from Don on the telex machine telling us who's going to win the game, why Notre Dame's going to beat them, like 72 hours after it's over. It was, uh, I think that might have been the last time they sent him to Southern Cal. When I covered, who was the fight I covered in Vegas? Tommy Hitman Hearns? Yeah, he got the exclusive interview. Hearns was not talking to the press. And, and I was could, shocked when I got home and read Riley's column was packed with quotes <laughs> from Hearns. Analyzing what the fight everything, was going to go by. Yeah. Don? Yeah. He was calling oh, him Don. they're on first name basis. <laughs> As bicycling has taken the country by storm, I hope you can get up to EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. EcoFun is the home of the Bintelli e-bike, the great electric assist bike with five different levels of assist, so it really looks like you're a racer flying along there, but you're getting a little help from the electric assist. It's fantastic. They also have a great line of scooters that get about 75 miles to the gallon and turn every errand into an adventure. Great stuff for kids, great recreational stuff for kids. Helmets. Uh, apparel, uh, and a really interesting service operation. If you need some work, Tim sends a truck through town once a day, picks up what you need servicing, takes it back to his shop in Forest Lake, services it, and returns it to you for a nominal fee. It's a really, really great service department. This is EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 because, of course, garage logicians own Highway 61, and we're proud to have EcoFun as part of our string of champions up and down that great thoroughfare. EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. Back to the best of Garage Logic podcast, State Fair version. On this one, I'm sure you're very familiar. If you're a fan of the show and have been for a while, you remember what happened with the wife carrying contest. It ended where our uh, our champion took a little spill, and they were great sports about it. Well, what I did find in digging through the archives is Joe getting the idea to do this at the Minnesota State Fair. So here is exactly how it unfolded the wife-carrying contest at the Minnesota State Fair. Look from an intern who doesn't know snot about radio business, huh? Why did I? Oh, this intern really... I haven't uh, even announced my plan yet for what what I have in mind. No, no, what's the deal? Wife-carrying championships. That's right. Oh, you know what? Wife-carrying championships. The intern is... Is uh, learning quickly. Uh, do you know why you did? No. Because of the great idea. Yeah. There will be oodles and oodles of callers stating their specific. What no, no, does it the be intern like this. It think like she's this. supposed to do? That's why she's there. That's, I can't so help I don't it have the to phone do it anymore. Rings. That's exactly right. Wife carrying championship. Wife carrying yes. championship. Oh yeah. You know what? Uh, I like that. Listen now. Oh. Listen to this now. I'm basing it on. Uh, 
what they do over in Finland. Do tell. It was in the paper today. Wife carrying championship. Oh, I think it would be a Gumption County Hallmark. All right, let's go. Let's hear about right it. Right there in the in Moron Chip Park. Oh man, what do you huh? call it? frequent caller campground. Frequent caller campground. Two Estonian men, each seeking to win his wife's weight in beer, carried their partners over their backs through an obstacle course Saturday to take first and second place in the wife carrying world championships near Helsinki, Finland. <laughs> This is my kind the of pri- event. <laughs> this is big. The prize is uh is Can you different. imagine? I'd like to take the CP into, oh, come on. into the liquor store. And if I carried her in, I wonder if i get my her weight in beer. Put me down. Heavy earplugs. Put me again. down. What are you doing? Listen here. All right. I got you. Hello, Matt. The she winning gets the last word in. The winning couple, Imre Ambos, 22, and Anella Ohasti, even over there, they got the, the Diversityville names. She's got her own names. Oh, come on. Beat a field of 37 couples from eight countries. I wonder if there was an American entry. Uh, finishing the grueling 278-yard course in one minute, 9.2 seconds. What? Woo-hoo-hoo! That boy wanted some beer. <laughs> The top two finishers carried their wives upside down and over their backs. Oh, that would be and more than that. That would be something to see, wouldn't it? Just a minute. You saw this? You should have seen it. Larry, you saw this? It was on the news or on something on TV. Oh. It, and it was great. They were trudging through water that was about waist deep with the Wow. Uh, it was really pretty neat. And the guy did it in a minute? Yeah, and he got like a I think he ended up with 100 pounds of beer. They said yeah, His many, wife's nothing but a flyweight. Yeah. They said how many kilos it would have been or whatever, too, or liters, liters, not kilos, liters, but it was about 100 pounds of beer. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I do believe we have some uh, audio of it. I'm not sure. It All was right. just coming over from TV News Let's here. Let's see. Was that guy there? Yep. He was there. I don't know if he was carrying his bride, but <laughs> I think that's all we have pretty much. <laughs> The top two finishers carried their wives upside down and over their backs. Hmm. The mood was different this year, and the innovative way to carry partners seemed to work, said Hanu Karanen, an organizer. I better put on the cheaters for the rest of this story. Just a minute. I don't know if we can get away with this at the state fair. We are in Minnesota, a state where absolutely nothing is allowed. Probably have to have helmets. Probably have to. Is that he who that can't was? carry in the groceries, let alone me. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! We'd what have time to have, are you? We'd have to have wife carrying championship helmets. What, what what time are you coming over for dinner tonight? Uh, we have... had some really fit young sportsmen, and the women were as light as grasshoppers. <laughs> You're right. I wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, the contest dates back 200 years when local legend Ron Kanin the Robber tested aspiring members of his gang by making them carry huge sacks on their backs through an obstacle course. You could call women sacks then, I guess. <laughs> the winning couple came away with $1,500 worth of prizes that included a TV set and about 94 pints of beer, nearly, nearly the equivalent of the wife's weight of about 100 pounds. Reacting to suggestions that wife-carrying was demeaning to women, no, what would have been demeaning, it would have been the women carrying the men. Yeah, that What's would have been demeaning bad. about Let's... getting a lift. I'll carry me, you're baby. Upside sure, down. my wife wants to carry me. Come on, honey. 
Reacting to suggestions that wife-carrying was demeaning to women, the region's governor, Piero Ala Capi. The three or just two words, two uh, names? It's a uh, hyphen last name, diversity, mm. though. Said it's a woman. Piero Ala Capi said she approved of the contest. If anything, it's uplifting, she said. It's also authentic and exotic. Oh, we need to see this. We need, to, more than that. we need to do this at the fair. Have a wife-carrying championship for for Gumption County. Wouldn't that be great? Oh. And the prize would be... Can uh, you think back of some of the past fairs, and can you think of some of the contestants oh you'd want man, in huh? I mean, it would be just... Oh, and think of the prizes. Well, how would you... Fresh Jim and Joe's chili dogs. Oh, yeah. Possibly some many donuts. Listen, we could do this. We oh, could have man. a wife-carrying championship. I think we... That little obstacle course. But they got to be upside down. Yep. And over the back. Yep. And we will have prizes. CI Girl. Garage uh, Logic stuff and food, uh, beverages. Oh, food. Huh? Maybe not food. Oh, yeah. Have to have food. Really? Yeah. But how would you get on the man? How would, would we have to have a little ladder there or something? How do you mount? Oh, the man just picks her up. And heaves her over yeah, the Yeah, it says we're going. And then we'd have to have a course. Yep, yep. Have to have a course. Uh, a couple of cones and a chair or something you run around. And we'd time it. Yeah, we'd time it. And whoever won, we'd have heats. Maybe, oh, yeah. you know what? Maybe a segment each day. It's now no, time. No, you, no, I mean, I think that would wear uh, you, out. You try to, no, you try to, well, <laughs> try to stretch it out a little bit longer. No, no, <laughs> no. The fair is jam-packed with entertainment. This would just be one day. We'd have to announce it in advance. The, reco- the the contestants would report at the quarter to two, and we'd do it at, say, 310 on, on the day we're going to do it. And then uh, we'd crown a champion. And he would be the wife-carrying champion of Garage Logic. Minnesota business owners have had it rough the past few months. Here in Sioux Falls, we've been doing things differently. I'm Dean Diesick from the Sioux Falls Development Foundation. Check out SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. You'll find that Sioux Falls, South Dakota is open for business, and we have talented people ready to go to work for you. All in a place with short commutes, safe streets, available buildings, fewer taxes, and higher profits. Moody's has reaffirmed South Dakota's AAA credit rating, the highest available, citing the state's stable economic outlook and smart handling of coronavirus impacts. Sioux Falls has the people you need to succeed and the freedom you want to operate your business. If you want to be open for business, expand or relocate your company to Sioux Falls. Discover relief from excessive restrictions and costs. It all starts with a visit to SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Discover better business and a better life in Sioux Falls. You can learn more at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Let's jump right back into it. This is the Garage Logic Best of State Fair version. And again, let's get that last segment on the wife carrying contest concept. Such. And he would be the wife carrying champion of Garage Logic. Give oh, the guy his uh, wife's yes. weight and beer. Yes. Heineken's yes. been a good sponsor. Of your oh, show. yes. Kevin Icarella. Let's put the call in. Well, we don't have to call him now. You get the sales guy to get Skillsy yeah. to do it. Yeah, he can do it. Oh, this will be big. That, this you know, this could be bigger than the GL dating game, which wasn't very big at all. I think just about anything can be bigger than the GL dating game. And there's still people that are in divorce court over that thing. Over the GL dating game? Yeah. 
Uh, Didn't work out too well for some people. Well, we'll work on it. Did my best. Oh, Dibble's at the window. There's a good she old Dibble. She likes the idea. I think she, she might like she the, idea. the idea. She likes the idea of the uh, of the We're GL going wife to crown. Contest. We are going to crown the 1998. That's how we get on it right there. She takes care of all that stuff. Now here's a woman that wants to do make it be husband carry. Well, maybe that's the flip side. Equal time. Just a minute, Tammy. Yeah. What do you want to do? Husband carrying? Yeah. Well, why not? Because it would be more fun to see a woman upside down over the back of the guy. Yeah, but we need equal opportunity, you know. Even though it's Gumption County and all, we still need... Well, maybe we'll crown a man and woman champion. Yeah, we'll see. My husband weighs 90 pounds, okay? Yeah? I weigh 150. 100 and what? What happened to her? You can carry him, don't you think? What do you weigh? 150. And he weighs 90? Yeah. What? 90 pounds. What kind of couple do you make? Um, we got seven kids. We make a good couple. Holy cow. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. You might be in. Okay, I'll, I'll be listening. All right. We could beat the purpose truck. of the That really wouldn't be a carrying content. championship, would it, Mike? How about a dump truck? No. How I hope your you? wife isn't listening either. That's two guys are going to be in big trouble tonight. I heard what you when you said that. You didn't need a dump truck to carry me around. And I'm announcing right now, yep. I'm not in the field. You know what? I'm not in the field either. I, field. Uh, we will not have the... I'll tell you why. I'll tell you, A, she wouldn't do it. And B, yep. I got a bad back. So maybe it should have been you know A, what? You know what? I got a bad back, and B, she wouldn't do it. No, no, it's just she wouldn't do it. No, you don't I, want to say bad back because you know what you'll I get at home? I do have a bad back. I do have a Stand bad back. back. That implies that I'm big and fat and I'm hurting your back. <laughs> it's just, A, she wouldn't do it. No, no. No, no. Trust me. Well, she's, do you want to eat at your house tonight Jesus, or do you want to no, eat no, at my house tonight? She's slim. That has oh, nothing to huh? do with it. Let me see. Oh, 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 oh. You will? Oh, I can't. My back no, is killing no, you're me. You're locked in. I am not doing no, it. I'm not in the field. My back hurts. I will do it. Just despite that son of a gun. I'll get him. I'll show him who's who. I can't do it. Don't give me that. My back. You're the one that tells me not to fool around because I get yeah. hurt. You know what you should have said? What? A, she wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. The back thing. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. That's you know why, why I'm, I'm not, not doing, doing it? it? Why? A, she won't do it. All right, folks, that ought to do it now for this uh, Garage Logic podcast, best of State Fair version. Hopefully, you enjoyed some of those. That last segment was all the way back to 1998. Holy man, we've been on the air for a long time. Hope you have a great Labor Day weekend. We'd like to remind you that Sioux Falls South Development, online at SiouxFallsSouthDevelopment.com, has got some great offerings for you, whether it's tax free, whether it's just a better. Um, business atmosphere, check out SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Also, if you want to hear any more Garage Logic podcasts, Table Talk, Fret Club, Royce, you got all sorts of great stuff on PodMN on your smartphone or go to your computer, PodMN.com. What you find just might surprise you. All right, we'll catch you on the flip side. Upside down, brah. I'm Audi 5000. <laughs>